0: Welcome to The Lounge with Travify Academy, where we get to hear from travel industry voices and experts to learn more about their story and what they see on the horizon for travel professionals. I'm Stephanie Grice, and our guest is Marco Fernandez, owner and senior vice president of Sagres Vacations, an international tour operator and destination expert for Portugal and Spain. So welcome to The Lounge, Marco. We're so excited to have you here today.
1: Thank you, Stephanie. It's great to be here and uh, look forward to an exciting conversation.
0: Yes, it's going to be so great. And we're so excited to hear more um, just about what it's like to travel in Spain and Portugal right now, but also, you know, what travel advisors can uh, expect when booking travel for their clients there. So we're going to cover all those topics, which is really exciting. But before we dive into that, can you just first share a little bit more about yourself and just how Sagar's Vacation started?
1: Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. So um, Sagra's Vacation started uh, basically with the idea of creating a personalized trip for um, all of our travel Asian partners and their customers. So the the name Sagres, which um, besides being a great beer in Portugal, which I highly recommend, is also a city in the southern area of Portugal, in the Algarve area, where Prince Henry the Navigator left from, na- the, and there is a navigation school there as well. So Sagres has actually a very navigation meaning um to to us and it was in the 15th 16th century where half the world was actually divided between spanish-owned territories uh thus latin america and and some of south america and portuguese territories uh including parts of india including parts of africa so um and a lot of those um a lot of those explorers left from the city called Sagres, and that's where Sagres vacations came about so instead of the Portuguese and the Spanish uh, explorers discovering the world it's now the world discovering Portugal and Spain with our help.
0: Oh that is I love that that's really cool what a cool name and story behind that. Yeah so there's
1: a story behind it and that's kind of the emphasis is what we like on every one of our itineraries is we're, we like the storytelling aspect of a, uh, of the itineraries of a vacation. We think that goes a long way versus just, you know, seeing things, taking pictures. But when you can relate, when you can actually learn about history and uh, interact with it and physically be able to ask questions and come back with a story that you can uh, yourself share with, uh, uh, with colleagues, family and friends, it just adds so much more value to it.
0: Yeah. That's really amazing. And so right now, cause now, now I just want to go there. What is it currently like? What's tourism like in Portugal and Spain right now?
1: Yeah. So most of Europe is similar. You know, there are obviously pockets of um, areas in both countries that have a higher ratio of COVID infections versus others. Um, The the main thing is that they're both open for tourism. We ourselves had um, customers, travel agent customers, uh, on site in both Portugal and Spain this week. And we have uh, more arriving next week and um, they all have experienced the destination, just like we planned it out, like we designed it. Obviously, you know, there's a bit of um, flexibility we provide on the itinerary to be able to counter some unexpected, you know, closures, because maybe that museum is closed for whatever reason. But both countries are open. um, And I think Because we have a presence on the ground, having an office in Portugal uh, and our our staff on the ground in both countries, we can adapt to those conditions. Um, You know, and and the best thing is we always say is communication Uh, and and over communication in this case is, is is helpful because we're things constantly change. Right. So for us is very important to uh, keep updated. Every morning, we have a sit-down meeting, uh, virtual meeting with our office, with our teams on the ground, understanding what's happening. If there's anything changing, and then we communicate that uh, to all of the customers on on uh, on tour.
0: Awesome, that's really great. And um, is there anything too that travel advisors or just travelers need to be aware of before they make plan their trip there, before they get there? I mean, you mentioned flexibility, and that's just a thing that definitely is going to come with this time right now. But is there anything else that just to be aware of?
1: Well, of course, you know, being updated is key today, right? And and again, asking people on the ground like ourselves, our team that can uh, let those agents know what their clients will expect when on arrival, you know, Uh, one of the key things. So in the last 16 months, as many of us um, have adapted the way we work, have evolved in many ways because we had to, right. And we have to adapt to this new normal, uh, whatever that will be in the next six months. But one of the things we've designed is actually a, a, a better network of communications within our team to the point now where As we know, coming back to the U.S., we have to take a COVID test, an antigen COVID test, right, from most places in Europe. We now have access to actually nurses that will go out to the hotel where the clients are staying to be able to take those tests. And that's included in every one of our private itineraries. So um, I'm saying this because that's really critical for those agents that really want to make sure that clients are taken care of. Don't leave anything to, to chance. Make sure that you are working with someone who has all of their ducks in a row as far as making sure that the clients are not left to themselves in Lisbon or Porto or Madrid to find a nurse to find a COVID test on their own. And this way, it's a very seamless process. They come to the hotel, they take the test. It's an anti-gen test. Results come right away. They go to the airport and it's very seamless. Again, makes it very ease of travel and uh, peace of mind for the customer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And what else um, are you seeing right now with traveling or travelers? Like, is there certain types of... um, like themes that you're starting to see or, or, um, can't think of the word I'm, oh, trends, that's what I'm looking for, trends. Are there any trends that you're starting to see that people are we coming are. for? and
1: you know, Stephanie, one of the things, I, I will step back a little bit, because one of the parts of the history of vacations evolved also with myself working at a wholesale company, wholesale tour company, prior to starting vacations. It's a family-owned business, number one, which is um, almost unheard of starting a, a travel business, family-owned, where both my wife and I own the business. And um, having offices in two countries with over 25 employees. So it's been uh, challenging times. But the idea that we started with was having worked in a wholesale business, uh, wholesale travel for 10 plus years. I noticed that people wanted to travel with a purpose. They wanted to travel to celebrate something, to create memories, but to create their own memories. Customers want to travel to um, have a wine experience, to have a cooking workshop, to have a very active experience. So the whole premise behind Saige is that we actually will create different theme tours for each one of the travel agent customers we work with. So if those agents who are listening to us, if you have customers that are foodies and wine connoisseurs, we will create a food and wine tour throughout Portugal and Spain that is highly curated just for those customers with their own tour guide, their own wine wine tastings, the hotels, the logistics, everything just catered to them. And that's been our premise for the last 10 years. So for us, as other companies around us have evolved to more of that, we've continued to do more of the same, right? We just sort of streamlined it. We've always catered to the exclusive, the authentic experiences, to more of that private itineraries that um, is authentic, but also gives you the that, that sort of history, the culture, uh, but always with that theme. So again, going back to the wine and, and the food, if you want a cooking workshop with a Michelin star uh, chef, we can do that. If you want a um, active yoga experience, we have beautiful resorts and we have yoga um, uh, masters also that can also teach those classes. Um, You know, same thing for active. We have photo tours. We did a photo tour with uh, Pete Souza, who was a former White House photographer a few years ago. Um, So yeah, those are really, that's our bread and butter is really these amazing curated itineraries That are a little bit different than your sort of run of the mill general tours, where you sort of have a 10 day closed loop. Um, You know, even for single travelers, which is uh, something we're seeing a trend uh, going back to your question people who are traveling as single travelers and they're looking to have that same experience and not be tied down to a 10-day itinerary, a 12-day itinerary, they want to have a little bit of more flexibility, and there's that word, um, we'll create that for them. So I think, you know, to your point, what we're seeing is people want to travel to celebrate. They want to travel to create memories. And, you know, let's go back the meaning of travel is to connect right to learn discover yourself to really rejuvenate and nowadays because of covid and i think this is a positive byproduct not there's not many but a positive byproduct of covid is the fact we can take our families and be able to create memories, to be able to not just go on a trip, but create traditions on a trip where you can go back and and show your generations where your ancestors are from, or create these amazing experiences, not only with your uh, kids, but also your grandkids and extended family. And that's what we look for. We have uh, family experiences uh, as part of our portfolio that include everything from a treasure hunt around actual medieval castles, to cooking workshops for kids, um, cause you know, being a father, I know if my kids are not having fun on tour, your mommy and daddy not having fun either. So that's, that, that's definitely something we, we really focus on making sure the whole family has an amazing experience together.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. And have you been seeing a specific type? So you mentioned, uh, like a lot of like single and then also maybe some families, but is there a specific type of traveler that you've been seeing that's booking right now?
1: Yeah, I'd say, you know, besides a single traveler, definitely families, I would say. Uh, we're seeing a lot of families. Again, I think the purpose of creating those traditions and creating those memories with, with their extended day, you know, a lot of the families who live across um, the country from each other have not seen each other, right? So they're taking this opportunity to go on a 10-day Portugal uh, itinerary, Spain itinerary with the Azores and, and Madeira and Mallorca and creating these amazing um, moments with their families. So family is definitely one. Also really seeing sort of the celebration type trips being a 25th year uh, wedding anniversary. Of course, we do destination weddings as well, but celebratory, you know, uh, we have new year's programs. We have, um, you know, large families that are doing uh, retirement uh, type of uh, celebrations. Uh, And then just the more general ones we talked about wine and food aficionados. We have a lot of chefs that go on these type of itineraries to learn about the the cuisines in both Spain and Portugal. Uh, We also have a lot of people in wine clubs that actually travel out to the vineyards in both Spain and Portugal as well. So, you know, looking at those niches and sort of creating the personalized experience that go along with it um, is really what we focus on. So it can run the gamut, right? From just a celebration from a family, single travelers, but then also for those sort of generation, uh, millennial generation, right? and, And younger who are looking to, Uh, They only have this limited amount of time, but they want more experiences. They don't want to just see uh, Lisbon or Madrid or Seville or Porto. They want to be able to experience it. And that's really important for travel agents today to recognize that, that it's not just picking something out of a a website or, um, you know, a a, a brochure. It's really understanding and matching those, those experiences to the client right? And and working with someone who can actually perform uh, and exceed those expectations for those clients. Because if they're foodies, they're going to want those cooking workshops. They're going to want all of these amazing food experiences.
0: Yeah. And are you also seeing, um, I know that you mentioned you have a lot of bookings starting to come in, which is really amazing. So awesome. Um, but are there certain periods of time that you're seeing most people planning their travel right now?
1: Well, you know, it's funny you ask that because Traditionally, our booking curve was anywhere between eight to fourteen months. So um, pre-COVID, um, now we're seeing last-minute bookings within, the, you know, people booking for the next three weeks. Uh, booking for the next three months, which still for us is sort of last minute, because again, all of our itineraries are highly curated. They're individualized and specific for e- each client. So, um, you know, we're working hand in hand with all our partners. So it's it's a bit of a challenge, but it's a uh, it's a very worthwhile one because it's 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 sort of that pressure on ourselves, and we want to make sure that all the details are there, and we can are still able to, for the most part, create those amazing experiences. So. I think that people are booking closer in now because, let's face it, we've all been holed up at home and everybody wants to travel yesterday. Um, But there is still a good number of requests coming in for April, May 2022, uh, and then onwards the summer of next year as well. So I think you're starting to see that gap sort of shrink, right, between the close bookings all the way to the bookings that are further out.
0: Yeah, that's crazy that you're seeing them so close, you know, just, that's incredible, which does kind of make sense because people, they want to travel, like you said, tomorrow or, or yesterday, but also they, you know, you want to kind of get, you know, what's kind of going on right now. So you just want to get, jump in and yeah. travel now while you can. And yeah. And, and so the last question that I have for you is really just for the agents and advisors listening right now. Um, a lot of them, I mean, Travel is picking up for quite a lot of people, but there still is, you know, people are trying to find where, where are those destinations that are easy hotspots right now And Spain and Portugal seems like it really easily could be. So uh, do you have any recommendations for how advisors can sell those destinations right now?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so Portugal by itself, um, was winning all kinds of awards before COVID. So it was the, the European destination of the year, three years in a row. Spain was, was closely followed as well. So they're both amazing destinations. And I will say this um, one thing we realize is that customers today, speaking with a lot of the travel agents on a daily basis, those customers, they want to sort of be out and about in nature. They want to be able to be outside of the, um, the the city centers, be able to explore, be able to, again, bring their families and maybe stay in the villa as opposed to a downtown hotel. Um, because, you know, it's perception, they also don't want to be surrounded by large uh, crowds, even, you know, as, as the COVID situation is evolving. So what Portugal and Spain offers is, is exactly that, uh, plentiful of space, plentiful of activities outside, weather that is very temperate throughout the whole entire year. So. know we have clients that are arriving in october we have clients that are arriving in november they're still going to expect 70 degree weather in both spain and portugal so you know from a uh, hospitality standpoint you know, the the population are very welcoming too. So it's still that very authentic feeling of old Europe, as opposed to perhaps some of the uh, more um, traditional uh, destinations like Paris and London, who are just much more commercialized, right? And uh, not taking anything away from those which are amazing cities old Europe, Portugal and Spain, You know, Portugal has 900 years of, of history by itself and then Spain closely as well. And it offers so much opportunity to um, look at the history, culture, but also have that niche, right? Be it the wines, be it the food, be it the Jewish heritage, be it the active. Um, we had uh, clients that did scuba diving in the Azores two weeks ago. And so again, that's that was a very personalized itinerary just with scuba diving in the islands in, in the Azores. So it offers so much. And my, my advice to those agents would be just Think of us as a blank canvas. Give us a call and say, I have clients and this is what they did in the past. This is what they like to do. Can you create something for us? And that's exactly what we do. We then you know, start always with a blank canvas and create the trip around the customer versus putting the customer around the trip.
0: Yeah, no, it's, I'm ready to call you myself in a book it's it sounds awesome and such a good point though to make about with Portugal and Spain that you really can do it's a little more flexible and you know instead of the big you know, cities and things. So it's just different. So I could definitely see the appeal of that. Yeah, like And that. also,
1: and, and you know, the other thing too, it's very easy to connect both countries because mm-hmm. um, they share a, a border, obviously on the Eastern side of Portugal, and you can quickly be in Seville and be in the Algarve, you know, the very next day and be in uh, Basque country in one day and be in the Douro Valley in the next day in Portugal. So um it would be very tough to see both countries in 10-12 days but you can specify two different regions and create a, an amazing itinerary in those two regions and see two countries um for a great value right
0: mm-hmm. yeah which two seeing two countries right now is just sounds amazing that's that's really yeah. a great thing yeah and those are all the questions that i had for you but i want to make sure is there anything else that um we haven't talked about or that you want to include
1: No, I think, you know, I just wanted to obviously thank you for the opportunity. Uh, Also, just uh, let the agents uh, know, anybody who's listening, that, you know, Portugal and Spain are two amazing destinations. I know that um, they're probably not as popular as some of the other traditional uh, markets we talked about. But, you know, when your clients are looking for something authentic, something different. Um, you have to think outside the box, right? And that's what we try to do. So the more uh, unique you make an itinerary for your clients, the more they'll thank you. Because, you know, one of the things we really focus in is on is details, including, for example, having the travel agents um, uh, contact information on the printed on the menu of a restaurant in Madrid or in Lisbon as the clients are celebrating their anniversary. So when they're eating, they actually know that they're, uh, travel agent is actually giving them a message with a personalized menu saying you know enjoy your anniversary or enjoy your birthday or so or so much so i think sometimes we get so lost in the hustle and bustle of of sort of you know creating itineraries that are that are like very sort of template like that we forget those small punches go a long way and, and uh, we're here to help obviously when possible
0: yeah oh, i love that that's really cool that's awesome. And, and I just want to thank you so much again for sharing your expertise with us here today. Um, and you. I just want, yeah. And, and really quick too, before I wrap up, um, I'll, I'll put your website in our article and you can find it um, in the podcast information, but can you share it really quick for those listening?
1: Sure. The website is uh, sagresvacations.com. So it's S-A-G-R-E-S vacations.com.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you all again for uh, tuning into this episode of the Lounge with Travify Academy. And thank you so much to our special guest, Marco, for joining us here today. But be sure to subscribe to our podcast or subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of the latest episodes. And we hope you enjoyed this conversation today and join us again. But for now, stay safe and we will catch you on the next flight.